episode of the No Proscenium podcast. So this is not a numbered episode. And uh, my original plan today was I was going to share with everyone the, the closing session of last weekend's Spring Fling. And then I remembered I didn't ask everyone if they were cool with that. So I'm going to ask everyone if they were cool with that. And then it, that might appear in the feed as a, a special episode next week. Uh, we got a lot of material recorded this past weekend at the Spring Fling. Um, there's some videos that are going to be coming. Uh, there's some uh, audio pieces that are going to be coming. Uh, just kind of everything's going to be archived in one form or another. Some of that stuff is going to be archived uh, just for the Patreon backers and uh, the people who had tickets. At least at first, there'll be an exclusivity window. Uh, and then other stuff, uh, like if if I check with everybody, like I was I was literally minutes away and I was like, all, hey, bro, you didn't ask. And I was like, oh, yeah, like <laughs> you should ask people. Um, and also, like, uh, I want to get the video of that one out, too. So uh, and it's that video is all but ready to go. So there's some post-production work that needs to, to happen to make this all, all flow. Uh, but I wanted to uh, not leave the feed dry this week. And indeed, I think next week's episode, which will be episode 290, the official episode 290, it will almost certainly be a, um, a team speak episode. So it's time to get the crew together. Uh, I'll be talking to Catherine about that in a few minutes. But also just kind of want to like go over and, and kind of, you know, talk about some of, take, take about eh, you know, 10 minutes of our lives here uh, to talk about some of the stuff that's been going on in general, uh, as, as well as some of the things that we're doing on our end. So let's start with, let's start with the fun stuff, what we're doing on our end. So number one, uh, you know, we're taking a, a bit of a rest month uh, in terms of doing big things because we just did a big thing, but we'll soon be gearing back up for uh, the summit and festival, which will be in January of 2022 at the Pasadena Playhouse. So we've got our work cut out for us to get that going on. Uh, there's also, uh, we're, we're really trying to turn the discord into a fulcrum point for the community as a whole, both kind of a way station into other discords and into other communities, uh, into the community of room escape artists, into the ARG community, into places like the fifth wall forum and into, uh, you know, the VR, uh, chat prefabs community. We know that our, our job is to sort of be, um, you know, uh, a way station, the space station in the middle of the hyperspace links. Uh, pick your favorite, you know, <laughs> are we Deep Space Nine? Are we Starlight Beacon? Are we Medina Station? Am I a deep, deep sci-fi and space opera nerd? Yes, yes, I am. So that's that's who we are. Um, all of which never, never blow up. Um, <laughs> they get attacked all the time, but they don't blow up. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's our function in the world. I'm looking at the waveform, something, something looks strange on the waveform. Uh, and that includes, you know, my hope is that people who are hanging out in the Facebook all the time actually come over to the discord because we have a lot more flexibility on the discord in terms of the kind of events we can do and just how well the world travels out. 
Um, we, we have spun down the Slack at this point. We've opened up the Discord to everyone. There are some privileges that people who are Patreon backers get. Um, Discord just gave us all the ability to create um, uh, stage channels that function a lot like Clubhouse. And one thing we're going to explore is uh, creating a system so that the Patreon backers can start their own stage channels uh, or open up their own stage channels based on the permissions we give folks. So there's there's just a lot. There's a lot we can do in there. And I really want to empower the community to do as much as possible just because I don't want to be the choke point. Uh, I really don't want to be the choke point for everything that we do because there's so much that can happen. Um that's also over in, uh, you know, we've been, we've been working on the league of experiential and immersive artists, uh, like myself and, a, and another group of folks for, um, a long time now. It's, it's been, um, it's been, gosh, it's been like the better part of, wow. It's been like the better part of like four years now that we've been working on that. And 2020 was definitely a shock to the system there. Uh, it delayed the rollout of membership. Um, you know, we're, we're all human and we've had everyone on the team. that's just had like, you know, really rough, really rough year. But uh, we are starting the recruitment process and that's going to go out in a couple of waves. Uh, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to stack the deck because uh, a big idea that's kind of come up is creating a, a knowledge network, uh, using Leia to create a knowledge network as the first line of benefits. The first line of benefits are just an easier way to access each other as a community. And so with that in mind, you know, we're doing some heavy recruitment first. We've also got some committee roles that need filling out and we've got our eye on some folks to fill those. So. Uh, some folks are going to be getting letters uh, starting this weekend, uh, inviting them into the fold. Um, we're also going to be recontacting the folks who were on committees in uh, the past and you know, getting them to kind of re-up and, and come back in uh, and start formalizing the process um, because we can do that now uh, because we have legal status, which is something we did not have before. So by legal status, I mean, we've got like, you know, an EIN number and we're incorporated in the whole nine yards. So uh, we did it by the book. The book took a very long time. Uh, and now we want to move into the next phase and we want to get the next generation of leadership um, pulled in. That's a that's a really important thing for us, uh, in part because, you know, some, <laughs> some folks are just you know, burned out uh, as is to be done when you're community organizing for a long time. And. Uh, there's way more work than, um, than any one of us can really take on on our own. There's some really big challenges with things like, you know, permitting in Los Angeles or, you know, just navigating some of the outreach that needs to be done, like, uh, doing some of the education of governments, you know, like teaching governments, like, you know, both local and state and national, you know, what is this work? You know, why is it important? What can this industry do for, you know, the tax base? You know, looking from those points of view, but also reaching out to educators, reaching out to educational institutions, making sure that, you know, things are more equitable, that, you know, we get a, a, a more diverse group of creators entering into our field so that a lot of the the patterns that have hold just for generations here in the creative economy of this culture, of this society, 
uh, that the bad patterns are broken and the good patterns are reinforced and that takes conscience effort. So, um, sorry to be very hippie on you for a second, but it's, it's, it's what I am deep down inside. I mean, y'all know it. Um, and you know, some, we had some really great conversations over this weekend. Uh, there was a great session on Sunday morning, uh, that was spearheaded by our, our friends in Denver, uh, just about, uh, some of the issues around, uh, justice, equity, diversity, and inclusivity, um, that, uh, hopefully is going to continue to spin out, uh, and, and build some momentum there. Um, this is, this, this is near and dear to my heart just because it, it speaks to the power of the art form, um, at its root, I believe that experiential and immersive work has a positive bias towards plurality of perspective. I just think that that is one of the affordances in the work. It's one of the things that um, is joyous about the work, you know, seeing things from a different perspective, knowing that there are perspectives you didn't catch. And that being a feature and not a bug, the the moment when you get together with your friends afterwards and discuss what they saw versus what you saw to get a fuller picture, that's one of the things that it, this work affords in a way that um, not every other medium does. And uh, the more we can lean into that, the better and the more we recognize that as a strength and design around design our own community around that perspective. So, um, that work is finally picking up. I I was just, I was energized by what happened last week. It was very tiring (laughs) for me. Uh, and I will say right now, like all of the mistakes, anytime we lost a video, uh, anytime, that something got under attended because the word didn't get out. Like all of that is definitely on me. Uh, cause I spread myself too thin and I didn't ask for help when I should have. Uh, but we are, we are in a stronger position now for our next event to not have that problem. Not just because of the lessons learned and, and mind you, like got to know that I am the, type of producer who instantly locks down and sees mostly the negative and I can't see the positives, but we've got a lot of good positive feedback and that's, that's made me really happy. I'm walking a lot lighter this week, uh, than I have in a long time, uh, for, for a variety of reasons, but, but this is the main one. Like I got a spring in my step and it's because of what happened. And, and look, if you didn't, if you didn't come through, I understand, uh, this year, everything wanted to be on Passover because, uh, that's the way the lunar calendar worked out this year. And we were marking the anniversary of, uh, the summit and festival, uh, not getting to happen and those coincided. And so that excluded some folks who had, you know, uh, who already had plans. Um, didn't stop everybody who had satyrs. Uh, in fact, the guys at the social games, uh, club on clubhouse, uh, Michelle Ronan and Kyle Kaminsky, uh, they, they literally incorporated that in one of their things was, uh, an immersive Passover, uh, Seder that they did on clubhouse, uh, towards the evening. So, um, it's, it's definitely been a, a net positive and we're going to keep on building from that. Um, 
we don't have a happy hour this week. Uh, we will be doing a happy hour next Friday. That would be, I believe, the 9th. Uh, and that is targeted to be in Gather. Uh, Windthorn made of Nostalgia Purgatory made a, uh, and Gather, uh, made a brilliant gather space for us that has like private spaces and we actually had a little after party on sunday in there and that was the closest i felt to sitting around a coffee table with people um in a while it actually topped the uh the experience i had on clubhouse in like a private room at the beginning of the clubhouse craze this year um when i was like talking with like a, a very random group of friends. Um, and I was at least that time I was sitting on my own couch, but uh wind created this space for us and it's just, it's brilliant. I love it. I really do. And I want everyone to check out uh, just how much that platform has evolved. Um, Cause I think it's something that will be really useful going forward. Uh, and I've, I've, I've come around on, on gather. I was, I was very grumpy about gather at the first, there were a lot of things that it didn't do, but they keep on adding things. And I think they, uh, I think that team knows what they want and I think they're pursuing it and they're, they're making smart hires and they're making smart decisions and hopefully we'll get them on the show in not too long. This has already gone on longer than I expected. There's a couple of things I wanted to uh, flag out. Um, one is the work that started last week um, around uh, the stand with Asians hashtag uh, which of course is looking to address the, you know, the wave of anti-Asian uh, hate crimes um, and not just discrimination, but active hate crimes. We've seen some pretty horrific stuff, um, you know, not the least of which was what happened in Atlanta, in the Atlanta area, uh, which spurred the moment. Uh, you know, our friend Carl Choi, uh, of Great Co has is part of the the team uh, over at Stand with Asians that is that put together a huge amount of programming last Friday. Uh, uh, Michaela Cherneski Holland, uh, who is a, 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 a incredible VR producer in her own right, and we are honored to have as one of our stringers here at No Pro. Uh, I, I got Michaela talking to Carl, and Mika- Michaela jumped in and just produced a whole bunch of work on a very short notice, a whole bunch of gatherings, uh, under that banner, uh, Catherine and Kent by hosted a session in the, um, in the, uh, extending reality clubhouse club. Um, and we, we do have a recording of that. Uh, some folks have asked us to like look through for some stuff and, and maybe, you know, make some, some, tightening and some some judicious edits here and there so um, i'm looking at that audio right now there's a good chance it'll appear in the in one of the feeds uh next week that's my target for that um and beyond that uh that work just continues i know that carl's working on some more stuff and we'll we'll let people know um what direction that work is going in and keep up with it and continue to hold space for it here um, I also want to, uh, draw attention to artisan where we, uh, who, the episode of which was, you know, last week, um, you should go check over at artisan and see they, uh, the, the black realities grant was, um, one this week. Uh, and that work is going to appear at Tribeca. That was part of the deal, uh, with this year's, 
uh, set up. <laughs> I, of course, am doing this off the top of my dome. So I'm like, all, hey, Noah, you should look up who won. And yeah, I, I, I should, I should dig that out. So I'll put that in. I think, um, I want to say mine was the, was the thing that won, but like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be wrong if I say that. So, um, please excuse my brain and me deciding, uh, in the middle of what was a suddenly very informal episode of the podcast. Mine. I got it right (laughs) there. There mine. Uh, when the sudden disappearance of water, uh, threatens to upend a vibrant utopia an intrepid team named blaze must find a way to save the community before it's too late um and it took home an eighteen thousand dollar grant uh the next uh edition uh is is currently uh open and is open till april 27th and if memory serves this is going to get a premiere as well so just some really great work being done by our by our friends over at artisan um all of this all of this kind of you know folds in together i mentioned this stuff alongside each other uh because i am a deep believer in the community holding each other up and addressing each other's needs as best we can and as much as we can make what we have an instrument here at no pro at the summit and in our and in the work we do over with our friends, um, as part of Leia, um, that's the guiding principle is, is building a better commons, uh, so that more artists can make work and more people can connect to the art and that we just keep lowering the barriers for folks, um, by whatever means are at our disposal. Well, I went for 18 minutes when I said I was going to go for 10. What a surprise. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's the episode. I'm going to read, uh, the Patreon part, uh, because speaking of community, we are upheld by, uh, by the folks who make our Patreon possible. And our sustaining backers are Ari Hurston, Brittany, Elaine, Emily Gillette, Lonnie Hanson, Paul F., Mark Balthazar, Samuel Mustry, Sydney Guillory, and Jan Budman. The executive editor of No Persinium is Catherine Yu. Uh, the music for No Persinium is by Chris Porter. You can help us out by going to patreon.com slash no and becoming our latest backer. Uh, we are, um, golly, we, I think we're one backer away from, uh, nope. <laughs> we were one backer away from 350. Now we're 11 backers away from 350. <laughs> Oh man, this system, uh, that's just because of the way it charges people. So anyway, uh, that number, that number is very fungible. It needs to be up a lot, uh, but please, if you can, I know a lot of you do, so, um, don't, that's not personal, but the, the thing you can, the thing we never do, the thing I never say is like, like and subscribe and like rate us. If you rate the podcast on Apple, it helps out a lot. Obviously, five stars because everything's either a one or a five. There's there's no room for subtlety in these systems. I wish there was. Um, and spread links uh, whenever you can. Um, it, it helps out a lot. You you it's silly, it's ridiculous, but there's a reason why those YouTubes are always saying like and subscribe, and that kindergartners 
are starting to like say that too. And I think it might be some children's first words, which terrifies me. My first sentence was emergency paramedic, take me to McDonald's, uh, which explains a lot. Okay. That's enough for this week. Uh, next week, uh, the team and me, uh, but between now and then look for some special episodes here in the feed, uh, because we got you. We got you.